Hello, this is the Frankfurt Link, the politics podcast for Northern Kentucky, and I am Mark Payne, the politics and government reporter for Link NKY. I am coming to you from Frankfort, Kentucky, where I am covering the 2023 Kentucky General Assembly Legislative Session. A couple of programming notes. For those that followed our political coverage last year, we hosted a Facebook Live show every Thursday night called the Frankfort Link Live. Well, we're changing a few things for the Frankfort Link, and as you've already noticed, you are listening to this show in podcast form. I will be giving you the Northern Kentucky political news from Frankfurt weekly during the 2023 legislative session. The new show will feature a combination of interviews and storytelling from Kentucky's capital and will focus on the political news that's most important to Northern Kentucky. You'll get a chance to hear from your state senators, representatives, and your governor about what they're working on in Frankfurt. So with that said, let's start this week's show. Roughly six hours after appearing with President Joe Biden in Covington to celebrate the $1.6 billion in federal funding for the companion Brentsman's Bridge Without Tolls, Governor Andy Bashir delivered his State of the Commonwealth address to a joint session of the Kentucky Legislature last Wednesday night. Occurring in a gubernatorial election year and giving his speech in front of three of his Republican challengers, Attorney General Daniel Cameron, State Auditor Mike Harmon, and Agricultural Commissioner Ryan Corals, Bashir highlighted his economic accomplishments which, in addition to funding for the Brent Spence, includes record low unemployment and jobs. But for Northern Kentucky legislators, the biggest takeaway was the announcement of the bridge. We spoke with Boone County Senator John Schickle, a Republican from Union, about what the bridge announcement means for Northern Kentucky. Well, uh, the, the huge thing was the historic announcement today about the Brent Spence Bridge. If you've been around at all, and I've been around a long time, this is just a day we never really thought would come. And this is a historic uh, infrastructure uh, accomplishment, not just for Kentucky, but really for the whole country. And it's right up there with the Hoover Dam and some of the other great, great projects we've done uh, over the years. So I think that really was the main the main thing about Northern Kentucky and just really a joyous um, celebration of that. And all the people, a lot of them are no longer with us that worked on that. And to see that come uh, is just just amazing. And I think all of us are very happy and thankful. Gotcha. There's been a lot of names mentioned over the past couple of days involving that project. Some of those representatives are no longer in Kentucky State House, House and folks like that. Um, do you want to talk about their role in securing some of that money and you know, uh, the importance that they had in playing a role? Well, sure. They were huge advocates. And, uh, of course, um, uh, we stood firm on the no tolls, which at one time was not at all popular. We had the Northern Kentucky Chamber and the State Chamber wanting us to accept tolls. and uh, um, But they, we, we never did that. We always said it's a federal project that you get federal money. And, boy, did we ever get uh, the federal money. And I give credit to President Biden and Senator McConnell. Uh, and uh, uh, Rob Portman, Senator Portman, and uh, uh, Sal Santoro, and uh, Chris McDaniel, uh, and I know I'm leaving some names out, but uh, and then the people no longer with us, like Senator Roding, and uh, uh, it's just been a, it's been a long road, but I think uh, we can take a lot of satisfaction in what's happened. I'm very I'm very pleased. The bridge represents bipartisanship in a highly partisan political world, according to Kentucky senior senator and Senate minority leader Mitch McConnell. Both Republican and Democratic legislators worked on the project on the state and federal level.
And this bridge, I think, symbolizes the coming together of both sides on something that both sides thought was important to try to get an outcome. There were also several freshman state legislators that attended the president's visit, including Stephanie Dietz, the new Republican representative in the 65th district, which includes Covington. The companion bridge and the funding for Northern Kentucky, which uh, economically and for safety reasons has been a huge issue. And as all the elected officials said today, that's 30 years that we've had people working on that. So that shows a bipartisan effort to get something really important done for Northern Kentucky. So I think that's the most important takeaway I had tonight is how critical that will be for the whole state. While Bashir highlighted his accomplishments from his first three years in office, Republican leadership said that the economic accomplishments are due to Republican laws passed in in the legislature. In a press conference after the address, House Speaker David Osborne, a Republican from Prospect, said the success is due to the pro-business policies of the supermajorities in the House and Senate. Clearly, the, the successes that we're experiencing here uh, economically um, are, are a result of good pro-business policies. Uh, those are pro-business policies that we passed over the last six years. And to my recollection, there's not a single one of those policies that he didn't either sue us for as Attorney General or veto when we passed this government. Um, so I, I struggle a little bit with the concept that he's taking credit for economic success when he's vetoed every one of those bills. The General Assembly now takes a four-week break from the 30-day session. It will reconvene in Frankfurt on February 7th. This is Mark Payne, the politics and government reporter for Link NKY.